listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, because Rod and Karen are hot. Sense of a rose on the graveyard for real now. The stakes is up half a mil now. I tried to grab him with the shield down. Four walked in, the crazy paid up. Sharp, but straight up. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Your host, Rod, Ed. Karen. Oh, your mic is off, Karen. Let's do oh, that again. Yeah, there ah! you go. Rod and Karen. There we go. <laughs> that was my bad i had justin in here earlier we recorded balls deep and i had to turn down your mic so we wouldn't get the echo but uh anyway man you guys should recognize that voice that you heard up front i mean he's a friend of the show mm-hmm. go way back uh you guys might know him from his own podcast the span report uh which is now twice a week twice a week baby Woo-hoo. congratulations man that's a big step that's a big step it is it is um i just have to keep keep taking notes while i listen to stuff and uh you know I, I try to pay attention to as much as i can while i'm working uh but it's working out so far right now I, i'm about to do my what second episode this week mm-hmm. uh tomorrow so well yeah, that's it's when working you, out so that's that's when so you know the bug that's when you know the bug is bit you right because because when you finally feel that itch of man i want to talk about that but we ain't have a show that's when you know like okay all right this podcasting thing i think i'm i think i'm I'm about this you know what i mean yeah and somebody that has been a fan of your podcast from the very beginning since you started as as a podcast listener i'm like yay as a podcast producer i'm like that's a lot of work i think yeah. 2016 was a great year for your podcast because it's the most consistent that you've been and i've yeah. been loving it like uh i'm gonna tell you right now uh the whole tip on hotel uh segment you got that is flames i am all in for that i'm like when you play that little intro i'm like yes let's see what these fools are doing today well you know what though real talk i gotta find out whoever came up with that meme because they really do need credit for that whole entire segment Mm. I need to find out whoever it was that created the special hotel unit meme. Get at me at the spare report so I can give you the proper credit, man. Because that shit is gold. I love it. That that has taken on a life of its own, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he Mr. Span is giving the blow by blow on that on that last few weeks. Uh, and uh, it's been excellent. If you're not listening to the Span Report already, it's S P A N N. If you're not listening to it, find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, or well, not Podomatic, but iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts, find it. Like yeah. it's there, and go listen to it. Leave them five star reviews. Uh, follow him on Twitter. He's Mister Underscore Span S P A N N, and uh, yeah, support the homie, man. Yeah, cause it's funny though, cause it was so serious that me and Roger actually talked about it. I was like, dog, did you hear about the hotel, hotel civil war? He was like, yeah, me and me talked about that shit yeah uh we saw uh like that was the thing i heard of i hear about stuff you know through the grapevine hanging out with black twitter and my ratchet friends and stuff through the day but normally karen hears about stuff from me so that was like one of the few times that she was like did you know this yet and i was like how'd you find out she's like listen to mr span i was like okay that's cool yeah i was like he gave the whole the whole breakdown man i get i guess it's over right now um and i i I don't I don't know if it's necessarily over. They just, uh, they're on different things, man. Like, like we had to come back and do the, the blow by blow for the apology, man. Like Umar mm-hmm. Johnson gave the apology. It was like, come on, bro. This is like the worst 45 fucking minute apology ever in life. Oh, so like, it's the longest apology. 
it was very contradictory like you know you niggas do everything for attention from the white media and all this shit but then he was demanding certain amounts of attention from media and he expects to be protected by the media it was a lot yo he was on his he was on his own donald trump kick man real talk yeah <laughs> i just never knew people could be so important but never been heard of in my until two weeks ago kind of thing like yeah. where it's like <laughs> you just like i'm first now hearing you it's like nigga i saved africa okay it was me by myself i'm like what what what? when did this happen the right. prince you know right like, because i don't keep up on hotep news and i don't fuck with hotep twitter i was like who are these people i heard of that doctor dude but then Roger told me he wasn't a doctor i was like well you self-named yourself uh he says he is a doctor but he won't tell anybody where his degree is from so oh then it ain't real it might be from DeVry or yeah because if you got a real degree you're like yes my degree is from such 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 and you can go check online i'm a stoop now <laughs> it ain't real yeah every other phd also, can't wait to tell you go ahead uh, man. claims to be a direct descendant of frederick Douglass too oh and wow frederick Douglass's face came out and was like nah we don't we don't know this nigga like <laughs> like uh-huh. he done made some grandiose ass claims man it's funny as shit to like kind of watch all of this implode on him because he got a following he has a very fucking loyal yeah. following yeah uh, I see. one of my partners he make every time he comes to detroit one of my boys he always goes to umar johnson uh lecture and i'm like why <laughs> like what are you doing he's like it's good man i'm like all right man whatever <laughs> yeah i know i know where you got that degree from yes <laughs> i'm looking for an hourly wage i went to high school didn't do great still i gotta make more cash more education is what i'm looking, looking at. at when i get a degree i will make, make a bigger salary so now i've got to see which college is I went to the internet connection. I direction. Online. Right goodness for free. For free. Education connection. Get connected. For free. I love that stupid ass commercial. Get you know what? Umar was the guy who came over there like, man, you ain't doing nothing with your life. Get up, mm-hmm. and, get up and come That's to my a, school right now. See, that depends on what time of the night you watching because like the cute commercials be on at like close to midnight. But if you just stay up to like four in the morning, they start turning into like scared straight commercials. Yeah! <laughs> like, get off the couch, you high motherfucker watching adult swim yes you tyrone i'm talking to you you don't want me stripping on the pole forever tasha right (laughs) get your life together and go to 1-800 connection stupid like damn i stayed up too late i should have went to bed right a few hours ago (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you ever already have a degree and still be like man i need to get my life together yeah i'm not not doing enough that that was me about eight years ago man like (laughs) what am i doing I should, I should, I should draw the frog on the back of that that thing and mail it in. Get my degree. <laughs> right, right, do the drawings. I mean, shit, there's something out here for me. Uh, at any rate, though, man. Um, uh, this is a Blackout Tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, leave us five star reviews. Appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. 
and Bullet Ball. And Bullet Ball Extreme, Extreme, and today's show is double sponsored. First of all, it's brought to you by Bevel. Bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for the black man's coarse, curly head, sensitive, uh-huh. melanated skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out getbevel.com slash tbgwt today. Get your first month free. That's getbevel.com. That's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash tbgwt. Uh, and we're also brought to you by Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom, and they are backing up that promise. She'll be backing it up too. Check this out. Go to adamandeve.com and you'll get 50% off of just about any item when you enter offer code TBGWT at checkout. Okay. That's a good deal in itself. But now, back by popular demand for a limited time only, you'll also get the free big O kit. That's right. And I'm not talking about Oprah. Who doesn't, <laughs> who doesn't love the big O? Adam and Eve's big O kit includes their exclusive climax gel and mini vibrator. So now you get a new way to get her off. What girl wouldn't love that? You'll also get your entire order sent to you for free. So hurry, take advantage of this limited time offer. You can choose a new adult toy, a naughty movie, or almost anything else. When you choose that one item at 50% off, you'll also get free shipping plus the big O kit, which includes the Climax Gel, the mini vibrator. You won't find this deal anywhere else. Just use offer code TBGWT at checkout. That's TBGWT at adamandeve.com. And yeah, this, this weather right here, this is a good time to stock up on condoms. Okay. A lot of you guys are just a week away from being snowed in with somebody that you don't want to be stuck with for the rest of your life Mm-mm. so get them things sent their way and uh they show up right there at your doorstep in a very discreet package man okay we don't need y'all out here creating these unwanted children's and then they grow up and be hotels okay it's ah! <laughs> all it's all cyclical guys yeah, say no to the hotel kids uh all right so much stuff to talk about today guys i guess the number one thing we have to talk about uh president obama gave his farewell address to the country and clocked out said all right (laughs) two weeks notice niggas (laughs) uh he gave his farewell like his final speech um you know uh to the country it was in my opinion uh kind of the same like uh i mean as a person that actually really approves of this president thinks he was excellent um it was kind of the same speech of like unity believing in the best of this country um believing that despite how people act and what they say that they're better than that and that they just need to be appealed to on a higher basis and they can um do more you know uh he you know some of the highlights uh just off the top of my head um you know he mentioned like trans issues he 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 mentioned uh islamophobia and um you know talked about inclusion um he talked about uh racism uh just a lot of shit where i was just like i'm gonna miss having a statesman in the house i'm gonna miss having a guy who was for uh better or worse an advocate to most of the things i believe right um as opposed to what's happening next um you talked about you know social media and uh people uh bubbles and and, and shit like that uh he talked about um just a, a a lot of different stuff my favorite part of course he shouted out his wife 
uh michelle lashawn robinson i think a levon robinson or something like that <laughs> and uh he was like uh i think he said something like uh like a girl from the south side a sister from the south side or something like that and uh everybody and like even michelle was like south side like she's like she <laughs> <laughs> like i you know i'm gonna definitely miss that family being in the white house mm-hmm. um uh and you know just kind of like the fact that he felt like the adult in the room in a lot of cases when people were we just watched adults become children in the face of him i mean i'm sure no matter what he said to most white america it just sound like and i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm black and they're black and i'm black you know but that's not what happened yeah to, to i think to anybody normal anybody that's not watching it through like racial lenses of trying to like be intimidated of a black man um I think people saw you know a consummate professional and a dude that uh i, I don't know as i was watching it, i got this feeling inside of like pride and the fact that despite me not sharing his optimism of this country uh i, I just felt like damn they didn't break him like eight years and he still believe we can all come together and be the best and like i really believe in this core of beings he just believes that he believes that people are actually good and they just need to be appealed to and engaged that way and when that happens they will do the right thing i don't share that you know what i mean (laughs) like i think most of this country the reaction towards his presidency has been one of just utter nonsense where uh they've treated him like he's a fucking black militant ready to come take white people's jobs and give away all their women and shit and that seems to be the 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 reaction and it has been steady for six to eight years at this point uh really disheartening you know and and many times you know i felt like broken over the past eight years many times like damn this shit happened like you know i can't i'm not the kind of person that really gets caught up in speeches so it's not like one of those like i've never felt like if the president would just speak on this it would be fixed i've always kind of been like it it won't really matter but you know if i have to have a if i had to pick uh one politician to speak on something he would be the one for the last eight years anyway um so yeah um what'd you think about the speech karen i enjoyed the speech uh i got sad very very sad um watching this baby cry really got to miss oldest daughter mm-hmm. um and i'm gonna tell you the truth he loves michelle and you literally can tell it like when he was talking about her you was like yeah that sound like that's his rock like that's mm-hmm. the person that actually keeps him rooted to the ground like nobody else can um and uh to mean for the fact put it like this this speech showed obama's popularity because they said in the past other presidents normally do it in the white house very small press corps he literally had twenty thousand people packed in an arena in his hometown like people stood outside for hours to get in there like that's a rarity um i feel like he could still he could do what trump did this last month 
yes like he could go around the country just go to different cities and sell out arenas if he wanted to just do that for the next like eight shit probably for the rest of his life he could just be like i'm coming on a speaking tour and just do that if you wanted ass to will go see him you come to charlotte i sure will have my black ass up in there yeah in some ways it's almost sad that that's how weak the democratic party is there's not another figure in the democratic party that could do that you know even with sanders running against hillary he's not a democrat so like they don't have another figure who can sell out arenas all over the country they're relying on president obama basically after this point yeah i I pretty much when i first heard that he was doing the farewell address in chicago i wanted to go home because i'm from chicago Mm. i wanted to go home and then i found out that like well they won't be making the tickets available online you got to go to mccormick place and pretty much wait in line and it was one it was the first come first first serve mm. one ticket per person it's like i won't be able to make that one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i man i sat i sat on my couch and i watched that and i was like yo them eight years went by way too fucking fast right because i remember you know I, I just straight up went back to when he was elected and I was sitting in that apartment in Detroit, that rinky dick ass apartment I was in. And I was sitting by myself crying because I'm like, I couldn't believe what, what just happened. And not only that, like I knew the Obama gas stations here in, D- in Detroit was like popping. Like everybody was at the Obama gas station. We had two of those. Mm. <laughs> two Obama gas stations in Detroit. Everybody went to the Obama gas station to celebrate him winning here in Detroit, man. I remember that. I remember uh my my daughter man this is the only president she's ever really known she was five years old when he got elected you know right. and it's like it, it 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 meant so much man and so for that farewell address uh to happen and for him to perform the way that he did you know like it just brought a whole lot of feelings back like man I, i'm i'm not ready for this guy to be gone yet like them eight years just went by way too damn fast for me and a whole hell of a lot of other people he reminded me of a guy that can take arguments and uh frame them in a way where he's saying a lot of the same shit i believe but it's not as uh abrasive to the people that you would like to listen correct you know um unfortunately man i just think white people in mass show like a general unwillingness to listen to the dude that uh, i just i mean i don't know how anybody could necessarily uh, could, um, anticipate because he was the guy that you send to it's like hostage negotiations if if there were hostage negotiations he would be the guy that i would send in to talk the person down uh and even that's not enough because they're they're really scared and determined that black people have some nefarious scheme you know the fact that some of the things that took hold during his presidency such as this birth certificate shit uh you know like that kind of shit is so silly and and far-fetched to us but it's very real to the white people that uh really wanted to other this dude and i don't know that i'll ever be ready to compartmentalize the racism and shit that i saw from this country and just like any like his shortcomings quote-unquote that people have you know i feel like he's been measured for the people that have been really really critical of him on the left 
i feel like he's really being measured against a fictional president right like we don't have a president that we can go well that guy did that better you know what i mean like for the most part we're like well i want a president that doesn't drone anybody doesn't get in wars but it keeps us safe but gets bin laden but you know what i mean like like certain shit where i'm just like okay i don't know that that guy exists like at least not yet maybe one day maybe if that's why people are pushing towards saying he's not good enough is that maybe they think there'll be somebody but i just think the dude was excellent overall and like the the, we're about to see what america's really like for the next four to eight years Mm -hmm. um yeah it's 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 just weird man when you know like when we talk about how they tried to other him especially donald trump specifically right you know try to minimize his presidency by calling him you know he wasn't an american citizen and we're going to question his birth certificate and he could be a muslim we don't know you know they tried to delegitimize him from the jump and then you see trump become president elect and now he's worried about the same sort of delegitimizing treatment hmm. when it comes to the russian hacking and the influence peddling and uh actually engaging a foreign government to hack his his his, his presidential opponent and being abrasive, like I, I watched that press conference with CNN today, where he just like you guys are fake news, and really it was just news that didn't paint him in a positive light. Right. So to to watch Barack Obama deal with eight years of the disrespect, the obstruction, uh, the political sabotage, even. Like to watch him deal with that over the eight years and then still come out on the other side of that, still hopeful, still optimistic, still, uh, having a message of unity and, 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 and just hopefulness for the, for the countries. Like he sees America in a much greater light than I do and most other, most everybody right. else. But to see him come out after dealing with all of that shit with that sort of viewpoint of America, man, it's like, yo, we we, we I, I don't want him to go yeah <laughs> i, I think i think we've mostly taken him for granted but yes it was something yeah. about uh i don't know i didn't think i would feel that way that's all like when i was watching i was just like yo he really still believing i i was feeling like he gonna almost be defeated like like it, i wouldn't have blamed if he came out drunk and been like you really this nigga the uh-huh. one that thought i was from fucking africa this what y'all did america like i didn't even like i wasn't even that hardcore on race dog all i said was racism is real and y'all fucking went crazy like this is this is the one dude you should not have elected of all the fucking people and you know i would have understood man like i don't know what his conversation like with michelle are or what he's like in private or whatever uh but i don't know over the last eight years he's really convinced me whether it's an act or not he's convinced me that he really is that guy that really believes people can come together despite anything and i i don't know how to you know i don't know how to I, like i said i didn't think it would be i don't know so i didn't think it would, would would make be inspiring to me until i saw it last night and i was like that's wow they couldn't break them yes uh it was very inspiring but I think a lot of people fail to realize that just because he's not the president anymore 
does not mean he's not gonna have any more influence it doesn't mean he won't he he had these connect because people cause a lot of people i want him to go out there and act the motherfucking fool for what for why he still have connections you still have to work with these people well you know what though that's our self projection a lot of black people have been waiting for him to quote-unquote black out on white folks i don't think he is going to because no. he would have already because right. this job necessitates necessitates that you're not gonna have that kind of black person in charge like mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. but this country this country de- like they elected him as a transformative figure many ways to assuage guilt and shit and a bunch of right someone last night was upset with something i said about obama and they were like we let him be president it was a white person and i was just like that's my point like we like we have they, there's never been a i mean he started the speech with it like people think this notion of post-racial is gonna happen because i got elected that's ridiculous you know and that and that was kind of like uh i don't know he said a lot of things that i think in a way where i went that is what i think and that is the least offensive way to say what i think because i i like i said my speech would have had a whole lot more racial slurs a lot of drinking you know some and that's some, why some you, motherfuckers you will never be elected you know like he was a good dude uh to, to get up there and like i said it's, i more than anything even his critics and shit uh i think for the most part will have to admit he will be missed and he was a better president than what we have incoming i i mean i don't know how objectively anybody uh at least anybody on the left can say it doesn't matter but you know at the same time who knows some people are so extreme i think uh like i think uh i was telling this analogy to justin today during balls deep i think having obama's turned people on the left into patriots fans you know where we complain about shit that no other team would complain about because we just expect to win when every other team in the nfl is like nigga do you know how hard it is to win a super bowl and we're just like why y'all so worried about these goddamn balls so what we deflated balls y'all taking our draft pick god y'all be hating you know it's like that kind of for for liberal for liberals it's like man i hate that gronk wants a new contract and you're like but wait that's your complaint you had the best tight end in the league like it's kind of like that i think um and it'll be kind of interesting to see how people discuss the next president and problems under the next president and whether it's unifying or people still feel as kind of a quote-unquote nitpicky when the things are moved further to the right it to me is going to be interesting because the thing about uh obama that i give him kudos for is the fact that He's had the most death threats over any other presidents. We so out of guns and motherfucking bullets when he got elected. Mm. He's had the most incompetent secret service ever. Motherfucker got into the White House. Like, shit like this. It's one of these things where I go, please, Lord, let these, uh, what, 10, 20 days go by. I don't want him to die in office. Like, I'm not trying to find, like, that's my goal. Like, please don't die in office. Yeah, well, also, I mean, it's like a thankless job and whoever takes the job is going to get the criticism you know it's like being a quarterback you know if we intervene in a country by military force or drones people complain about that if we don't intervene then people say we don't care and we're not trying to save people's lives you know it's like if uh 
if we send the military in to fight like boko haram people are like get the fuck out of their business you're killing brown people over there that you know that's racist that's fucked up if you don't then it's like why didn't you say those 300 girls that got kidnapped y'all didn't no, do my- shit you sat there on your hands it's, it's like i can't imagine the weight of those choices every day and i also can't truly get behind the idea of not get behind but it's just it's very hard for me to take seriously people sitting behind their keyboard and being like this is the right thing in a world where i think that guy has the best temperament for this job and the more and 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 more information than we have and and makes the decisions that we would all hate to have to make because we would hate to live with the choices and the consequences um but it is easy for us to take shots at him uh and he's probably the best president i've seen receive that kind of critique at taking it and being like okay you guys are pushing me this way if this is what you want then you know do this like when he like when he says like to republicans like if you guys think uh the affordable care act is bad replace it with something better like that's all like i've insured i have insured the most people we've ever had insured like if you think my shit is bullshit all i challenge you to is to come up with something better and i'll support that because he's like the end result is the people should get better like he's still taking like where i think trump will take credit he took he gave the american people credit like hey you guys passed uh uh marriage equality not you know like that's not me that's you guys pushing me to be the pen that signs the ink that makes that happen you know that's us that's us as a country wanting something uh so at at any rate man i'm gonna miss the dude that's really the number one thing in that speech i was just like i'm i'm gonna miss this nigga we are not gonna have this again uh for probably the rest of our lifetime he's the best president of my lifetime and i can't imagine a better president coming along um and i definitely can't imagine a president that will satisfy the people that were critical of him on the left i can imagine maybe a president that satisfies the people that are critical of him on the right but i just can't imagine our country putting we i don't it's it's like an anomaly i don't even think we deserved or no we didn't. I, don't, I don't think anyone could have predicted the way he won the first time who do you think is next up uh man for for the left um i don't know there's two things like one i would love to see like kamala harris get some run but i think the age of social media and uh us all having like the internet at our fingertips has just changed like Mm -hmm. we won't have another collaboration of like uh wit charm uh affability and great track record like the like obama the candidate so uh because because it because if you look at it he really leapfrogged his way into that and he almost lucked out with the fact that he wasn't there to vote for the iraq war so he lucked out in a way that really that really was the moment in my opinion that truly separated him from hillary was that moment when he was like you voted for the iraq war and i didn't and then it became like well yeah he's more level-headed if you know we don't see we won't we won't get into a war because of him you know um and i think and it also yeah he, it also helped that he you know he spoke out against that while he was in the illinois legislature too exactly like it was just a 
collaboration of things that came together on that dude that i just don't see that happening again um so that was number one i don't have just a a, a name you know i think people are looking at cory booker kamala yeah. kamala harris i think um you know uh the bernie bros are looking at like what keith ellison or something um you know there's a lot of people that are looking um uh, but i i don't know there'll be any of them um uh, president obama said that his plan is to actually go and basically groom some young candidates uh so that they can kind of get some youth into the camp into the party um and some new ideas into the party that's probably their best hope which is kind of why i'm like damn it's wild he just did eight years six of them basically by himself uh yeah. with the with the whole country against him and now the best hope they have is for him to get out of office and be responsible for the next people that handle the party that that's an amazing amount of responsibility on one person um because honestly people haven't shown that they will to step up to the plate people love to complain but like he said man you run for something vote for somebody like if you think the if you're you have a problem with the people that run this country don't just sit back and be like i'm a bitch and complain and then i'm never gonna do anything uh you have to participate if you truly want this change because if not the people up top feel like it's votes that matter and it's you know that kind of shit that matters so it's as long as people are satisfied with the status quo even if that means satisfied with complaining about the status quo it will stay the same so he does believe in the system he does believe in grooming people so that's my guess is he we don't even know the names of the people that um will he'll try to move to the front of the party you know uh all right the other thing that happened last night is um donald trump had some uh well leaks um yes he did apparently come out of russia um it, it it was a lot um i would say this man the funny part the joke part is obviously uh apparently he has some prostitutes in russia that um he hired to pee on the bed of uh the suite where michelle and obama and barack stayed when they were in russia or whatever so like uh, that was the thing the thing for him which you know all this stuff is you know some of it's been dismissed as fake news it's not necessarily corroborated buzzfeed published it these documents apparently have been circulating for weeks um trump and obama supposedly have hurt have been you know briefed about them um but they but buzzfeed was the people that pulled the trigger on putting it out um so here's the thing obviously there's a bunch of peace stuff to be talked about and we will get to that ah! we will get to those jokes i promise you you'll be groaning from how many bad puns are about to happen but <laughs> there's 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 other things that happen in there too uh like i'm on raw story and they have the nine things um that uh nine most explosive claims from the intel memo uh number one trump's team allegedly traded intelligence about the activities of russian oligarchs living in the u.s in exchange for hacked data that was then dumped online by wikileaks the stolen data came from the moles in the dnc committee and russian hackers who were allegedly paid by the kremlin and trump associates so i mean this shit sounds like treason to me like this is beyond yeah. just 
you know this is beyond just some some like i can't believe our country's gonna let this guy be president how is this not treasonous how is this not impeachable like how is how can we not stop this um i really don't know you know the company xbt and webzilla allegedly use botnets and pornography websites to transmit viruses plant bugs steal data and collect, conduct altering operations against democratic party leadership um two trump happily allowed the media to cultivate russia as a boogeyman to draw attention away from his substantial business dealings in china and other developed countries uh developing countries which allegedly involve payment of large bribes and kickbacks yeah i believe all of it to tell you the truth i don't put anything past him number three carter page a trump advisor who left the campaign in september over his ties to russia allegedly met secretly over the summer with kremlin officials who threatened to blackmail the republican candidate to discuss cooperating on oil exploration and possibly a lifting of u.s sanctions uh russians apparently have promised not to use compromise which is uh what they call the blackmail they hold on on trump as leverage given high levels of voluntary cooperation coming from his team so apparently and that that was written by a former british spy so apparently they're saying he could have used they could have blackmailed him but they didn't because he actually cooperated with them and it speaks to why he's so i'm hearing an echo oh you are um it's not echoing on our side on our side is it echoing now no it's not anymore anyway but now it kind of speaks to why he's been so reluctant to uh implicate russia in anything anytime Mm. anything about russia has come up he's like oh no you know they're gonna respect us because i'm the president now and you know once we get my people into at the top of these intelligence agencies then you know we're going to get some things going on in there and it's going to be it's going to be tremendously it's going to be tremendously great and it's going to be bigly and all this other bullshit that he talks about but he has yet to come out and forcefully say anything against russia he has yet to come out and say anything forcefully against vladimir putin but he has no fucking problem at all going against his own cia going against his own fbi going against his own nsa all of this shit mm-hmm. and he gets upset with the media for reporting on it when he's putting this shit out there himself. Yep. He's him fuck himself. Like the whole thing with WikiLeaks, he was, he was talking about how much he loved WikiLeaks when it came to Hillary Clinton's emails, of which not a whole hell of a lot came out of those emails. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people talk about, well, it was some really bad stuff they said about Bernie Sanders. What did she do to Bernie Sanders? Right. Nothing. You know, but and and so it like to to hear him do all this complaining and do all this bitching and moaning about you know the the the, the national security uh, intelligence agencies leaking information when he was all about the leaks not even two months ago. Man, miss me with that shit. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's really telling that uh, media outlets had this information for weeks yeah. and sat on it, and now they're trying to be like yeah buzzfeed y'all don't have any any journalistic ethics but it's like i remember you guys quoting um i remember you guys reporting on the leaks and you knew they were hacked and you knew it was hacked by russia that where were the ethics then there were none you know what i mean so it's it's like you know this this attack formation that you know uh many people had on h on hillary um i think 
it was e she was an easy target to go to america into hating because yes america already was gonna pretty much hate the first woman running for president no matter what no matter what um as far as uh with a chance to win and then right. it w- and it just happened to be hillary who you know who while everybody like while everybody can say whatever negative things they want to say about her there's nothing they can say about her that doesn't apply to trump right so so it's like the, the, she no matter how you look at it she was still the better choice and people literally didn't care because you know that emotionality of it and misogyny and stuff of this nature right he's literally doing the shit in front of your face that people accused her of doing right he's literally doing the shit openly <laughs> right um number okay, f- go, go ahead miss span I, I was just going to say that people have a hard time admitting when they've been duped. Mm. And I think I think a lot of what's going on with Trump supporters now is like, we done bought this bag of goods. It's like, say for instance, if you bought a fucking, like a PlayStation 4 or something and you thought it played, you know, HD DVDs or 4K DVDs or something, and it doesn't. But you don't want to take it back because you're like, well, shit, it played play games, though. <laughs> right? Well, my like, thing is it hadn't – they haven't been duped on the thing that I believe they cared about. You know? That's, I think they cared about racism, Islamophobia, um, xenophobia. Abortions. Yeah. I think they cared about, you know, the other shit. And then everybody kept in certain reasons for them. And then they kept lying about the reasons. But it's obvious – at this point they haven't like turned on him no one in this party's turned on him because they do he is consistent on the one thing they really voted for i mean i think this is a big ass reaction to the presidency of a black man for eight years correct so what does all the people that he's getting confirmed for in senate uh for hearings right now have in common racism like it doesn't you know they're not (laughs) I think we keep talking around it, but the truth of the matter is he's been very consistent on the one thing they care about. Um, number four, the Kremlin indirectly paid for Jill Stein and the Green, the Green Party pre- candidate for president to visit Moscow December 2015 as part of an effort to split Democratic voters to weaken Hillary Clinton whether or not she won the election. No. Here's uh here's what I find ironic about that. Jill Stein tweeted, uh, I think it was yesterday, and I took a screenshot of it, allegations against russia become less and less credible as the days go by huh very interesting <laughs> choice of tweet there and of course her vice president um ajumu baraka baraka says don't mention trump to me if left in u.s was really serious about fascism it would have been opposed to smiling neo-fascism of barack obama and she retweeted that so right that's what she's on right now you know miss give me a, a bunch of millions of dollars for the recount and whoops no recounts right. uh well i did have a disclaimer that some of that money might not make it to to the recount so uh trump's lawyer michael cohen secretly met with kremlin officials in prague during august to clean over of the mess over the former campaign chair paul manafort's ties to pro-russia regime in ukraine while there cohen helped set up plans to pay off hackers and other involved in the operation and quickly move them underground in case clinton won cohen has denied the claim saying his passport shows he was not in prague and was instead in california visiting 
a college with the son the kremlin according to the report believed cohen was crucial to that covert operation because his wife was of russian descent and her father is a leading property developer in moscow cohen says his wife is ukrainian and he doesn't believe his father-in-law had ever traveled to russia victor yanakovich uh the exiled former ukraine president removed from power over his ties to russia allegedly told putin in august that he'd authorized substantial kickback payments to manafort but was confident no paper trail had been left behind putin fired his chief of staff who argued there was a little risk in interfering in the u.s uh as part of a power struggle within the kremlin after the operation was exposed and also recall from washington a diplomat allegedly involved in transferring intelligence between the kremlin and trump he threatened to fire other senior officials because he was angry the wikileaks dumps had not hurt clinton as much as they promised uh number eight interference in the u.s election was directly was directed first by the foreign ministry then moved to the foreign security service and finally to the presidential administration so putin directly affected this apparently putin backed trump as a divisive anti-establishment candidate who would shake up the current international status quo in russia's favor the kremlin also believed trump would disrupt and weaken the u.s political system and number nine trump allegedly participated in sex parties in st petersburg while trying to set up real estate ventures but all the direct witnesses have been silenced through bribes or coerced to disappear so that is nine things that probably more damning than pissing on a bed yep that being said uh, uh allegedly he was accused i mean he was accused of uh pissing on that bed i mean that was a thing um so uh black twitter had a lot of jokes ah. Indeed. uh i mean really everybody had a lot of jokes mm-hmm. you know um uh pat Oswald said uh nothing to fear but fear itself 1933 ask not what your country for what your country can do for you that was 1961 and i didn't get peed on i watched them pee 2017 oh <laughs> uh i tried to fight it man i tried not to make any jokes ah, i did me too i couldn't help myself because my thing is i ain't want to make jokes because i just ain't been in a joking mood about this dude even now yeah. there's like an impending rage inside of me <laughs> over the fact that they let this happen i I don't even want to watch the inauguration or anything oh i'm not uh i feel like i'm just gonna be depressed man but uh yeah so uh amy siskind uh on twitter put out the screenshot about the sexual perversions and the golden showers and obviously the racism of having it on michelle and barack's bed and i replied this is yellow journalism (laughs) and from then I just had to let it flow, Cam. I'm sorry. Ha <laughs> Sorry for what y'all are about to experience in the podcast land, okay? So I tweeted at the real Donald Trump and said, looks like you're in trouble. Aww. <laughs> uh, I said, this news totally, t- totally turns Obama into Forrest Whitaker from The Shield. You guys have to have watched that season to understand. Aww. I said uh, to real Donald Trump, I always said there was a vast deference between you and Obama now we know why all your tweets were in the middle of the night streams of consciousness at real donald trump ah <laughs> looks like you were a peon in putin's scheme oh, that was also the donald trump um <laughs> uh jl covan said can someone make a video with obama and trump set to the song black and yellow <laughs> oh. 
uh i said more like r kelly and conway oh <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> um um forget about the nukes you really started a you really need to start a piss treaty with russia at real donald trump ah he didn't respond to any of these uh, I found a gif of a dude throwing trash from his balcony apartment into a trash can, and I said, "Shonda Rhimes with the entire script for this season of Scandal." <laughs> <laughs> like it can't be worse than this. Whatever, whatever she wrote in Scandal, there's no way it can live up to real life. Um, someone said, "Oh, my man, Quintus, quintessential R said at Rod, uh, you not chilling tonight, huh?" And I said, "I just can't hold it." <laughs> mm-hmm um i said uh um imagine what he's gonna have the hookers do to the lincoln bedroom though <laughs> yeah yeah dump trump gold. indeed yeah. what'd you say mrs fan i said he's gonna have gold everything in there too yeah yeah they gonna fuck up that bed though uh hey. i was like seriously man i'm like a kid at pissmas with this news <laughs> joey powell said replied to me and said sir and i said i'm just going with the flow <laughs> um uh somebody got mad at me they said fucking stop all kinds voted for him stop being racist for a damn minute because i said white people did this to the country and they did and i said piss off <laughs> and i replied to donald trump because i did feel like things went sour and i said let's just start over we really got off on the wrong urinary tract but he, <laughs> he didn't respond oh you block by the block now uh mook mook the great said can you please stop disrespecting trump like this he is our commander in piss you know ah! and i said this was a piss poor pun attempt uh <laughs> elon james white hit me up he said sir i say sir and i said hey i'm just kidding these around and he said oh. and then he replied uh, uh our girl coke coke said god damn it you guys i said i'm a whiz at these <laughs> and then i replied to donald trump again i said you really thought you were gonna climb the bladder to success this easy oh uh my girl go gabby told me to shut the fuck up and i said listen the flow stops when it stops i can't hold these in any longer ah <laughs> uh elon replied you have a very wet sense of humor i said i aim to peas oh you mm-hmm. too i was gonna have to squeeze every drop out of it while i could can uh coke responded to both of us and said i find your analysis a little weak and i said there she goes there goes babe <laughs> i knew you i knew you couldn't help it <laughs> you ain't shit either <laughs> elon said you're one of the best tweeters in this urination and I said, I leave no kidney stone unturned. Oh. Uh, someone said, got mad and they said, so true. I can't believe we should listen to the fake news from BuzzFeed guys. And I said, history will not remember you kindly. Oh. Mm-hmm. Elon said, that's what I like about you. You never get pissy. And I said, ah! you're in all of me. I'm in all of you. Oh, what the hell is wrong with y'all? He just replied P, which I don't know what that meant. Might mean he, like H E E, like he was laughing. Mm -hmm. So I replied back, Yellow L. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) 
uh, who else was, was, um, oh, Elon said, I'm mad. It took me so long to get this. I'm bladdered in this. Uh, <laughs> cause he didn't understand my yellow L joke right away. And I said, a lot of my jokes just sort of trickle in. Elon <laughs> said, that's because you're an old soul. You're an old soul. Uh, you know, urinal. And I said, oh my God, you're still going? When do you ever rest? Room. <laughs> <laughs> and Elon said, can't stop, won't stop. Piss on that, piss on that. Diddy, Diddy J. Trump. I said, oh no, not P. Diddy. <laughs> Uh, let's see uh oh my man mojohn 8510 said did somebody say impeachment uh uh elon said oh piss he did and i said oh flow you did it oh <laughs> uh i responded to donald trump i said at uh maybe at real donald trump just wanted to drink a moscow fuel uh i said okay now done and then elon said we we can't keep doing this right and i said i agree i'm flush out of jokes (laughs) yep uh Um, yeah it was good what are you saying span no i I didn't say anything man i'm gonna be laughing my (laughs) that shit was good man and then obama started with his thing and it was dope um yeah i was waiting on america to just be like mvp 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 <laughs> like when lebron's well. at the free throw line because <laughs> i mean honestly this country's terrible yeah my- most thing we got was them begging for four more years man yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah the apollo lady came out front tried to grab his dick it was a lot ah! <laughs> very unruly in there <laughs> everybody was having a great a great old time last fun time we gonna have man hey, hey you better enjoy it while you can yeah my jokes was simple i just said april showers bring may flowers i see <laughs> and then people and then people came in uh uh was like mama they was like laugh uncontrollably then cries i say i say well we already know he uh he go he gonna be pissy about being president anyway guys <laughs> and then they kept on talking about my uh urine jokes mm-hmm. and then i was like uh, uh i can't help myself he already sprayed stupidity all over twitter <laughs> and now beds <laughs> i know it was terrible i couldn't help myself y'all i I literally tried to ignore all the pee jokes because mm. I think uh, Olivia posted something, and I mean it had like hundreds of posts. Oh people yeah, she peeing. yes, and people were rolling in that. Post. I can't even do the Facebook thread. It was so many people. It was so many people because me and Olivia, you know, sometimes we just had these puns things. You know, she's she's you know I respect and adore her, but she's a horrible person like me. So. <laughs> Sometimes, y'all can go sometimes she'll just have these moments where i'm like and that's why you bang because you are horrible like ah! you know it's like that's how we get long. like you can't always be as public like that but like it'll be like oh did you see this woman died in a flower accident and then it'll just be 37 puns that y'all don't get to hear because it's, ah! it's just me and olivia going back and forth like i hope her family gets some dough you know and shit like that <laughs> No. Anyway, that's no laughing batter. Um Steve Harvey uh says he can't believe anybody would date Asian men. Oh. Yeah. Um 
matter of fact I is wonder... he trying to fuck his money up <laughs> no he don't believe in that now uh yeah apparently uh he decided that uh his show was the perfect place to uh discuss um uh i mean he's already talked so much out of pocket maybe you know what it is maybe he looked at the dating site stats and he was like you know what i've exhausted every bad thing i can say about black mm-hmm, women cause, yeah because he has his own dating site who's second worst on the dating site stats asian men well damn let me get some of this real quick maybe that's what happened Here, here's the clip Mm. i guess it was a quarter low i'm sorry i don't even yeah i was looking for the thing but how to date a white woman a practical guy for asian men and then he starts laughing um and during the laughter they cut to an asian woman laughing just uh, in the next segment uh this is from uh angry blog in the next segment, uh, ask the Asian man. He wants you to know what you what you what you gonna get when you click on that page. Listen, it's a lot of angry, marginalized people in the world. I'm actually I actually am impressed when people get the blogs, you know. Right, you like nobody else bought that. Yeah, like when I'm, I'm like, oh, you was the first one to get angry Asian man because I know it wasn't just one. You know what I oh, mean? Oh no, it's a lot. I'm like, shit, he already got that. Uh, I'm seeing if I can find a better clip real quick, guys. Um, oh shit, the the thing went down. Hold on a second but yeah trying to see if i can find a better clip um maybe uh to go along with this but uh all right let's see is this a? I just hope it's not all from the same youtube video of somebody right. tv uh or somebody what'd you say span you broke up no i said or somebody adding dang you still broke up dog hey um hold on let me see something try a hey, try refresh well you sound good now i don't know it's like you start talking and just cut off hmm. how about now sounds good man i yep. i don't know say that again what you were saying i said uh damn i don't forgot what i was saying. oh <laughs> damn my bad man I just <laughs> internet start acting stupid what were you gonna say karen no nah, because it sound like he because uh, it doesn't no i said is it cutting off when we speak no nah, it's not like okay. skype uh, all right now let me see if i can get it on screen but i it seems like i found a better clip okay um if not i'll at least play the audio for you guys i uh, still low still low anyway i'll just read it then okay um uh so yeah he uh kicked off things with a segment mocking various self-help books including one from 2002 called how to date a white woman a practical guide for asian men now isn't that interesting because nigga you write it's like but black dynamite sell drugs to the community nigga you, you, you write these two, books you got two movies based off of your book right one or two movies yeah why is they shit funny and your shit was serious it kind of lets you know what he really thinks about the people that bought his book but okay all right rather than make fun of the dated book itself harvey mocked the very idea that a white woman could find asian men attractive that's one page too harvey says excuse me do you like asian men no thank you then he goes on to joke that black women wouldn't be attracted to asian men either how to date a black woman practical guide to asian men he says same thing you like asian men i didn't even i don't even like chinese food it don't stay with you no time i don't eat what i can't pronounce the fuck racist hey man 
he really took like somebody's thanksgiving jokes and was like i'm about to roll with these like that like he took that one uncle's thanksgiving jokes or something and was like the world needs to hear this no one's ever thought of these Mm-mm. i'm surprised because you know he is all about that money that nigga do not turn down the job so i'm surprised he's trying to fuck his money up yeah so congratulations steve harvey still a jack um <laughs> let's see what else happened oh man this story is bananas man i had like i had not heard of this shit uh i'm surprised but it's apparently hey baby you yeah. went away for some reason i went away yeah okay all right hold on hold on hold on so they can't see me Mm-mm, or hear you all right let me refresh tell everybody i'll be right back please thank no you problem. oh man Mm-mm-mm. I guess it's just about that time for things to act stupid. <laughs> yeah, I hit refresh and now you guys are off screen. Wait, is the internet down? No, what's up? Hmm. Nah, I see Mr. Span. He moved. Okay, it's just mine. I, I'm refreshing right now. It should be up in a little bit, uh, I'm assuming. Mm-mm-mm. and i had a chat room joking about how trump came for you he finally got me very bigly Did russia hack us what's happening here Mm-mm-mm. had to get the nigger navy to look into this yes nigger navy <laughs> oh boy Mm-mm-mm. oh somebody says trump said don't piss him off rod <laughs> 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 oh man <laughs> right, i see y'all coming back up so i should be up in a minute i think i have to say yes to the camera request again and then i should be back up now maybe yeah i just seen the sound because sometimes you kind of bouncing it out but when the sound stopped moving i was like you about to go away all right i think i'm back in uh, there you go yep all right cool so this is a crazy story i had not heard of this before um apparently in atlanta there's a club called the cheetah it's a strip club atlanta georgia atlanta georgia okay uh and x x dancers said that game span i said is that the club soldier boy on oh for real i don't i don't know i didn't i (laughs) soldier boy said he owned the club in atlanta oh okay oh oh yeah i don't know <laughs> we'll wait till he beats up chris brown to get into that uh <laughs> you know he's he's uh he's from bompton okay guys the Aww. cheetah the cheetah in atlanta itself uh builds itself as the most renowned gentleman's club in the southeast where businessmen young professionals and tourists alike have enjoyed more than four decades of bare bottoms and risque routines but the strip joint is also where according to six former cheetah employees exotic dancers have been drugged assaulted and in one case raped by patrons fueled by the belief that club goers could receive sexual fig- fa- favors in the vip room for the right price Wow. yeah uh this is covered in an ex- explosive report by the atlanta journal constitution 
the dancers all of whom work for the club as cheetah girls within the past five years told the newspaper of a system involving floor men who acted as conduits between dancers willing to violate the sexual contact rules for special bookings in the club's vip area so in short customers pay the dancers directly before they kick the percentage of that fee to the floor men so mm-hmm. it's like hey oh, okay okay so i want to have sex with this girl she's willing to do it i pay you some money bouncer floor guy whatever and you get he gets a percentage and gives her a little bit basically pimping oh, great the women alleged that they were pressured to violate club rules in the scheme which netted those involved thousands of dollars and the dancers who didn't play along found themselves on the outside of the vip rooms looking in they told the paper now I as a stripper you want to get into the vip room because that's, that's when the prices you... just jump up exorbitantly right that's um, where you make your money right um now supposedly there's no sex in the champagne room but apparently that is not true uh one of the women allison valente claims she was improperly fired by the club last year after complaining about the practice according to one of two civil rights suits filed against the club in federal court valente claims she refused to join the group of dancers known as the f girls because they engaged in sex acts in vip rooms after declining to pay kickbacks to floor men she claims she was abused and drugged into near unconsciousness before uh for not going along with the scheme uh the lawsuits filed by valente and another former cheetah dancer alleged the club management and bouncers together operated a sophisticated organized crime syndicate that ultimately became an integral part of the club's operations one former dancer who has since left the industry told the newspaper she was raped by a customer in the vip room while working at the club during the ncaa basketball tournament in march 2013 she claims the customer unexpectedly pulled his pants down and penetrated her she danced with him danced with her back to him after fighting the man off the unidentified dancer told the newspaper she then found a house mom at the club a female supervisor who coordinates schedules and other tasks and reported the attack instead of reporting the rape to the police the female supervisor encouraged the woman to move on ordered a tray of tequila shots before the dancer was escorted to the penthouse the idea of calling the cops is something i suggested and they just started talking about something else the woman told the paper she just encouraged me to move on and not make a big deal out of it because too many people that's sad but too many people making too much money they're like nope and they probably think it's bad advertising if the police come to this place and even though you've been sexual assaulted right so. who knows what else they'll find out right you're not trying, you do that shit i guarantee you it's all kind of drugs and all kinds of other shit happening that is not supposed to be popping off in that club because yeah. you're not even following the basic rules i wouldn't even be like if in other clubs not only just in Atlanta but y'all everywhere mm-hmm. yeah I I, it, I mean it doesn't sound like this was I guess supposed to be normal but it clearly was normal for this club so right. I mean I've heard different stuff about clubs but I think part of it is that clubs get a bit of um, a mystique quote unquote and they sell the idea of something else gonna happen if you go behind this this wall with this lady and so they sell you on that shit but i i've always looked at it like and then that's basically you pay more and you get ripped off like for the vast majority of people that's what happened you know it's not gonna be any different it's just basically getting a lap dance in private for most people and then you know or a couple of lap dances because it's a longer lap dance but essentially 
no you're not gonna get to fuck this woman in the middle of this club and she gonna get you for 250 or whatever the fuck you paid to get back there maybe they give you a bottle of cheap champagne that was that was the experience have a good night right and i might be wrong but my assumption is that a lot of the upper scale clubs probably have cameras in them rooms just for this to be sure that you're not breaking the rules and shit like that like hey don't be fucking our girls we don't want them problems well uh apparently you know but i've this is not the first time we read a story about women encouraged to have sex with clients right um so uh yeah uh kevin ward an attorney representing the club confirmed an apparently unwanted sexual incident during march madness 2013 says a statement to the paper that channel 2 action news uh and channel 2 action news that the woman and the customer had a personal intimate relationship uh the woman did contact the house mom but did not want to contact the police but the woman claims she had no prior relationship with the alleged assailant before or after the incident and doesn't even know his name another dancer not longer with the club no longer with the club said the sexual assault occurred frequently inside vip rooms. she claims a customer stuck his finger inside a vagina during one encounter and then reported her to one of the floor men who in turn told her to refund the man's money what right so it's like he probably stuck a finger over johnny she was like hey what the fuck are you doing right no touching or whatever the rules are and then he was like bitch i want my money back you know uh i could have called the cops and gotten him in big trouble she said to the paper adding she ultimately didn't because management pressured employees not to involve police attorneys for the club owners bill haggard have dismissed the claims describing them in a statement as vindictive discharged trippers some of whom have been terminated for the same misconduct they now claim was tolerated by management see that's also how they get you because if you went along with it at any point they're gonna be like well you was fucking people and we we have on the rules not to be fucking people so technically you signed a contract that said you wouldn't now here you are telling the police and your attorney that that we encourage you to have sex no we didn't you went rogue all six of you right <laughs> they always punish whistleblowers man it's like we got all these whistleblower laws to protect folks for when they actually want to come out and and mm. say something to, to to stop a malpractice but at the end of the day man like there really is no protection for them whatsoever right like in this type of environment that idea of uh people treating it like an office place is basically thrown out the window immediately you know right. like you you in there with no clothes on what the fuck niggas ain't supposed to rape you jesus no they're not <laughs> uh i always thought that the bouncers would just show up and beat the fuck out of niggas i didn't even know like i've never tried nothing like that in the strip club just because i ain't trying to take no ass whooping yeah you you, you, you know mean, what i mean the wrong one it was like i'm following the rules they like don't touch me and yeah i, I mean I, I don't know how that dude wasn't like it must have been some type of wild environment for his thing to be like give my motherfucking money back as opposed to ma'am please don't make a big deal of this just take the money i'm leaving i won't right. touch no more vaginas you know whatever right. so this sound like he already knew if he demanded his money back hey he was gonna get his money back basically i was promised sex and i ain't get it right uh the club denied the claims and the countersuit filed in the, her lawsuit the newspaper reports and it is also countersuing the woman for slander and defamation the club countersuit uh alleges the valente statement wrongfully depicted the club and was made to harm his reputation as a sophisticated upscale option for adult entertainment uh cheetah hasn't been open for nearly 40 years it has served customers in atlanta and visitors to atlanta during the entire time and there's never been a claim of any illegal conduct against the club the club will not stand idly by and allow its excellent reputation to be besmirched uh 
Um, well, it's probably that, that reputation that insulates them from a lot of that shit. It's probably been going on for quite a while. And I mean, yeah. it would be honest, man. This is probably the best advertising they've had uh, for niggas to go down there and try to grab some women and try to see what they can get away with. They're like, y'all was having hookers in the VIP. Like if they weren't having it before, they're going to be having people asking now. I'm right. assuming some sex come with this dance. Like what? Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't <laughs> want to know how to be discreet about it. You know how niggas right. is when they feel like they're getting a the hookup. I read this lawsuit. Okay. I know what y'all, I know how y'all get down. Uh, at any rate, man, we'll see how that, I, that sounds like they're going to have a hard time winning that case. Yes, sir. But I believe every single one of them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, legal issues, uh, Marilyn Mosby is, has been, um, well, she will be the, 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 the subject of a lawsuit from, or a trial, I guess, from the police officers of Baltimore that she prosecuted. Now, yeah, Marilyn Mosby is the prosecutor, um, for, uh, Baltimore. I think she's the state attorney or something. And she was the one who moved forward on charges for, I think, uh, six officers who were charged in the death of, uh, Freddie Gray and uh you knew that retaliation was going to be coming you you knew there was going to be like there's a lot of infighting there i think the mayor uh she's a black woman she had it in for marilyn mosby um and obviously there's going to be a cause for her this sister standing up and trying to prosecute these police officers uh and this is it now what's weird about these what's really weird about this the judge allowed the lawsuit to go forward here's the thing when you're a prosecutor you're supposed to be covered by prosecutorial immunity which means you can't sue me for doing my job right and she was doing her fucking job so the judge says it's not they're not being able to sue her in her capacity as a prosecutor they're suing her in her capacity as an investigator because her office investigated these claims before going to trial before filing suit right but one of the charges is malicious prosecution how can you have malicious possible right how can you have prosecutorial immunity and be charged with malicious prosecution at the same fucking time it no somebody's out for blood it doesn't make sense i don't care what you say somebody's out for blood they mad that she actually went through and tried to prosecute them they're mad that she treated a black person as a goddamn human being they're, they're like you defending black people fuck you we're gonna attack you they were already attacking her they were already attacking her husband they were already attacking her family prior to this yeah what's the and also like they i mean they went to trial i think they all pretty much got off right so nobody's accountable for this child dying they already won and not only that man i think more than anything this is about sending a message to any other future state's attorney or prosecutor who decides that they want to investigate and seriously investigate and possibly bring charges on a police officer who oversteps their bounds. Like, yo, you got some, this is what you're going to deal with when you decide you want to do this too. You know, this isn't just, you know, for Marilyn Mosby, it's for anybody else who comes behind her. And like I said, like with, with, with the way, with the way he, shit has been going and and, and i hate to even bring it back to donald trump's bitch ass but it, it's like there's a wave of this shit i think that's coming right there's a wave of it i think it, it like we're gonna see a lot of this shit where 
um, you're really not going to have a a yeah. government who's really out for protecting the rights of the citizens. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that's that's the, that's the most um, that's that's the most optimistic I can put it. Like, because I think it's going to be a lot worse than that. Yeah. Um, Shake Shack's founder is saying that tipping is one of the biggest hoaxes pulled on uh, our entire American culture. He said uh he was on a podcast the sportful podcast uh about uh i mean and and he was examining tipping and the way it emerged as a way to skirt the abolition of slavery tipping is actually one of the biggest hoaxes put on the entire culture the american culture the restaurant industry as well as the pullman train car industry successfully petitioned the united states government to make a dispensation for our industries that we would not pay our servers but it wasn't considered slavery because we would ask our customers to pay tips therefore no one could say they were being enslaved myers added and no surprise most of the people who work in the service professional jobs and restaurants and pullman train cars were african-american right and then you have these people who a lot of them were just 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 free not too long ago and you're having to serve these white patriots so yes you're gonna be like well fuck you bam here's your food bam you know because you're like motherfucker i haven't been free three minutes what do you mean fuck you here's your food bam you know because a lot of you know the myth is that black people i mean black servers i mean black so you normally you get bad service from black servers like when oh, they, i've never heard that myth i've heard black people don't tip yeah but i've I, never heard that black people don't can't be good waiters like i think we are are always looked upon as servants you know yeah. what i mean like i think that's kind of the, the rub to this shit is the skill set that you had in a lot of times with with certain types of industries as a black person was servitude yeah cooking and so and things like that right so this way was a way to justify you having a quote-unquote job where we don't actually pay you like you still essentially a slave if nobody tips you you don't get paid yeah. what happened and he brings it up is since that time myers estimates service wages have increased 300 percent during his 31 year career and the racial dynamic has largely flipped on his head so as the job became a paid job with more people doing it more money more you started seeing less black people do the job right uh it says um okay sportful host dan pashman pointed out that the front of the house employees tend to be overwhelmingly white of course while non-tempt employees whose wages have largely stagnated are more likely to be minorities so now you got the cooks the back of the house the clean the bus boys now those people start being black and brown and we want our waiters we want our hostess and stuff like that to be white um so yeah it's just interesting meyer who also founded the high-end new york city restaurants like union square cafe gramercy tavern is doing this bar to change that he announced october 2015 that he would begin eliminating tipping at all of his restaurants often increase prices 30 to 35 percent he said the move would allow him to compensate all our employees equal equal equitably wait equitably competitively and professionally bravo to him by the way right pay you about the same you'd have been making off of your tips anyway yeah probably more really you never know probably more like i said we need to take the power out of the hands of the customer because yes now when i'm allowing you to tip somebody i'm also 
not accounting for your racism i'm not accounting for your misogyny i'm not yeah that people should not have that kind of power in their hands and you know what like i was talking with my wife um because we went out we went out to eat for new year's eve Mm -hmm. and um like the waiter we had i mean he wasn't the greatest waiter in the world but it was like it's like the chicken and the egg man it's like okay is is the service bad because we black up in here right you know what i'm saying is it bad because we black or is it because it's a little bit crowded in here? And if I do, if I do tip him where I think what I, what I think is appropriate for the service that we got, does he think that he got tipped less because we were black? Like you always think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Always uh, think. I think for me and Roger, because we go out, you know, more, more frequently is, it's funny though, because a lot of times we'll sit and depending on the restaurant, it'll be two, three, Four minutes sometimes before some people was before we even greeted. And because we both yeah. served before, like, okay, are we being ignored because we're black? Are we being ignored because somebody back there huffing and puffing about not wanting to actually come out and serve us? And then a lot of times when somebody does come, a lot of times you can almost tell that they're almost fearful because they know we've been waiting. Like everybody know we've been waiting. So when they come, it's like, they don't know if we're going to snap, be mad, cuss them out. And when we are friendly, it, for a lot of them, it's a sigh. Like, not that funny. I've seen, like, the sigh relief on them. Go, okay, I'm not going to get cussed out because y'all been here for five minutes. It's been times where I've actually uh ha- politely went and told the manager, hey, we ain't got no service. We've been sitting here. And when uh the server can't when the servers come a lot of times it, they apologize and all that stuff like you like you because i've served i'm very i look around a lot of times to see what's happening to see if this packed is it busy is it crowd like those are things i kind of take into consideration um and i think we went to one like mexican place where the girl didn't even realize we were sitting there and i think he ended up giving us like a free appetizer the manager like checked on us, gave us all types of free stuff to compensate that we were sitting there for a while. But some, some places you don't even get that much. Yeah. I, I mean, it's that you're black, you know, we're going to always have some level of wondering what's happening. You know, we were talking about LGBTQ news yesterday and, uh, the trans, um, woman was hit in a, for having her phone out in a movie theater. Right. And you're like, no, maybe, this dude just would have hit anybody there's plausible deniability built in but it still happened to hit the trans woman who was in there you still happen to hit this woman and this woman goes i think you did it because i'm trans there's everybody with all kinds of privilege can go yeah well i don't think it was that and you know how well you know what you should just i mean maybe he was just crazy like there's every excuse other than that feeling that you have where you're like i know this is what it is and i that's kind of what it is being black sometimes when you get bad service or whatever you're like i feel like that's what it is i can't prove it i can't go to if i went to a court of law i wouldn't be able to prove without a shadow of doubt the guy didn't call me the n-word but it took you fucking 12 minutes to get to my table and people got served before me and i feel like a kind of way about that Mm -hmm. uh all right jamie fox apparently got in a fight in los angeles what's happening uh he went to the catch la 49 year old uh went uh was at catch la on saturday 
with a group of friends having dinner when they were allegedly approached by another patron and things turned violent tmz obtained video of the in uh, the incident which saw pandemonium ensue at west hollywood california's uh this establishment um first of all why would you who want to just go up and fight jamie fox they say the man at the table where he was sitting with fellow actor tyron turner uh his barber conrad and other friends on the patio oh uh, go ahead what do you say i'm sorry that that's kane from uh uh menace society mm, i don't like that i don't like that drop a dime yeah, that nigga. it was probably ready to go fight him mm. <laughs> maybe he had sex with his sister Oh, I hope not. Did you have sex? With, you had sex with my cousin, and she don't even get down like that. <laughs> I don't think you know me. I still, I still imitate that dude's walk getting out of that car. Oh, uh-huh. he was walking like that. Like that shit was so good. Witnesses told TMZ that a man approached the table and told them to be quiet. Words were exchanged, and the unknown patron allegedly said, "You don't want to mess with me. I'm New York." Oh suddenly i'm on jamie fox side mm. <laughs> those words have inspired many a ass woman outside of that motherfucking new york city boy come on you get in other places of the yeah, country man. and think somebody gives a fuck that you from new york dog it's gangbangers in other parts of the country too now ain't no motherfucking new york tax on them punches nigga <laughs> ain't no know. motherfucking <laughs> inflation on them punches you better keep that shit oh my god that shit made me everybody not from new york just had this same fucking vision of like punching some nigga in his face wearing a nicks fitted oh my oh. god oh it's 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 like the the uh the commercial they were like new york city <laughs> don't know about that girl you know how many basketball courts a nigga has, that's been fighting words that's fight that's literally yeah. i played basketball with people and they hit that son you don't know me i'm from new york son and just like nigga what 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 just take this ass whooping in. Take this up there with you. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. You being from New York don't mean a goddamn thing. The ghetto is the ghetto no matter where you fucking go, Peach. No way. No <laughs> way that. There's no way that works anywhere else. Like, you can't be like, nigga, I'm from Cleveland. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only city where they, where they do that at, man. Do, do, do they think that people outside New York are just scared of them? <laughs> I mean, and it's not everybody, but I know like some people must really think that because people say that and people go, and here's how bad it is. I think New York people think they like the center of the world, like the world revolves around them. Here's how bad it is. We going to get emails saying we diss New York and (laughs) that this was New York slander. That's how bad it is. Us saying motherfuckers have come down here and been like violent towards us and yelled out that they were from new york and got their ass whooped it's gonna turn in how y'all diss my city that's how fucking disconnected the shit is and that's why they be getting their ass whooped um it, it ain't detroit it ain't yeah it ain't <laughs> it's not like a nigga like i'm from fallujah you know what i'm saying they're like oh god damn nigga i don't want none everybody like what the fuck is fallujah what is fallujah <laughs> so your pockets like my bad bro right like you won't scare me tell me you from fucking bosnia or some shit i'm like hey <laughs> dog hold up don't get the ak it ain't even that serious mm, bro nah, bombing my nigga right <laughs> yeah you, yeah you tell me you from book of Haram. we might we hey i might back up from you dog all right like my sister was killed by a landmine 
like oh shit dog i you know like, what your you ball seen some shit dog you can have the ball yeah you know what dog it was out on me it was out on me right I didn't know. Right. It, it's cool dog i'm from new york is nothing but fighting words i damn well <laughs> i apologize jamie fox i was assuming y'all just whipped this nigga's ass for no reason uh, carry on <laughs> witnesses said that a comedian having dinner with jamie shouted fuck you i'm from oakland oh <laughs> the trump card niggas like oh you calling spades right it's like you know you in california right like like you in california the man then allegedly lunged at the actor and things turned physical witness told the website um my tmz said the man grabbed the oscar winner and jamie put the man in the headlock a source says that jamie did not make contact with the man uh witness tell dailymail.com the star did not respond to the man but the star's honorar stepped in when the other patron got in jamie's face uh hold on go to the next session we're right up against the break give me one second guys uh we'll be right back in like a minute and i'll invite mr span back on and everything no problem oh my god yeah i mean that dude was like hey uh okay uh but uh new york ain't nowhere near you near here you across country right like you gonna catch a ticket you gonna catch a flight back nigga right you don't catch these but you gonna catch a flight back and get your friends real quick because if not you have to take an ass woman by yourself right here right now I, man i remember i was in college and we was playing the basketball court in the, at the in our, on our campus mm-hmm. and this dude had a new york knicks jersey it was such a he was so corny like he had the new york knicks jersey on while we were playing basketball which come on guys even up there that's corny um right right and uh he got into it with my man chris who's like one of the nicest sweetest dudes you'll ever meet and he elbowed chris in the nose and i think he might even broke chris's nose oh and then when when everybody was like dude what the fuck what are you doing he was like i'm from new york y'all don't want this son y'all don't want this what y'all trying to do something be was like what is wrong with you like we just asking what the fuck are you doing hitting our friend in the face with an elbow and we assumed it was an accident but once you say that now we gotta whoop your ass because the assumption is you did it on purpose like what y'all don't know how to talk to people in new york like everything turned into a fight up there or something because i hope not you know i'm assuming that y'all yeah (laughs) i got family up there and it don't go no no i'm assuming that niggas have fists in new york the Uh, same way they got them everywhere else yeah they they, they do i was born in new york Mm Mm-hmm. but yeah albany though i think they be talking about new york you know what i don't know yeah when they go to new york i'm assuming the whole state everybody assumes it's new york city new york but you say new york you could be talking about there's gotta be some people fronting that just say new york like they really be from like fucking yeah uh like, buffalo and they be like yeah nigga from new york mm-hmm. son what you yeah. what you know about this son it's yeah. like uh, Auburn is considered country so yeah i yeah. know it's upstate new york mm-hmm. i'm saying they probably be from All upstate say that again spam yes yeah, you know those cats from college man. i remember when i was in college dude like everybody that like uh that, that wasn't exactly from chicago like he might have been from like country club hills or aurora or something they tell everybody they were from Chicago. You have to ask them, like, hey man, like, what part, what part of Chicago are you from? Oh, I was on like 187th and Cicero. Like, nigga, that ain't Chicago, man. <laughs> like, damn. Stop fronting. <laughs> right. And, and you know, Jamie Foxx's new movie is coming, I think, Friday, uh, called Sleepless, where his son gets kidnapped and he goes black Liam Neeson on the niggas. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, 
you goddamn right i'm gonna see that movie <laughs> impossible white man starring jamie fox it's been, it's about time brother took you so long man ain't nobody want to see bait i want to see held up nigga i want to see you pulling guns and killing niggas and making one liners jamie you had this in you the whole time bro i hope this is your motherfucking yeah i don't want to see you as the president in sneakers yeah i hope this is your john wick dog i'm tired of you acting scared in these movies get to killing these white folks and let's have some fun uh anyway man uh he whooped them they whooped that dude's ass um all right let's see any other shit before we get into you know i don't want to do fucking with black people today no 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 i'm good yeah you know let's lighten things with some white people news guys okay there's a lot of things All going right. on there's a lot of a lot of things going on these days and uh, i know i've been fu- i've been fucked with enough the president gone long no don't leave me obama <laughs> so i'm good <laughs> yeah let me find some stuff that white people are into how about uh Wait, where's my white people music? I can't find my list. Oh shit, I said somewhere. Hold on, hold on, guys. Mm-mm-mm. Oh yeah, they're they're into this shit. Um, oh, uh, here we go. You guys are into this shit. Shut up and get my cash. Backhanded, pimp slap backwards and left stranded. Just pop your collar. Pimp convention hoes for a dollar. Six deuce in the plush, six deuce in pala. Pimping hoes from Texas to Guatemala. Bitch niggas pay for hoes just to lay with hoes. Relax one night and pay to stay with hoes. Captain them all day. We'll say this dick, bitch nigga. You more of a bitch than a bitch. You ain't in the hitting pussy or hitting the switch. You in the hitting bitches all for the grip, you punk bitch. Recipes. That's right. White people news, guys. Yeah. Mm, they love up. some Dr. Dre. Because I thought we was getting ready to sing Bag Lady. I was like, wait a minute. No, white people don't listen to that. Ratings star slips twenty seven percent without Empire as the lead in. Wait, that shit came on. Fox had previewed its new music drama behind the hip hop soap last month. Right. ABC's winners match ABC winners match game premiered on Wednesday, helping the Disney owned broadcaster preserve a primetime win in the key eighteen to forty nine demographic really it was modern family and the goldbergs that led the way for the network but the alec baldwin hosted game show at least didn't screw up 
uh didn't screw things up cbs finished first among total viewers with undercover boss and a pair of procedurals the story of the night beat might mm-hmm. people still watch undercover boss how the fuck them niggas still undercover i don't know y'all should know by now that's what i want i want somebody to have figured it out and then in the middle of the show then to be doing all the stuff you know to play the boss and make them think that that you're just a good employee yeah man because i'm like yo if i if if they came up to me tell me i said yeah we're gonna put this new dude with you today span and he's participating in the game show and based on what you tell us about him he could win you know whatever the fuck i'm gonna put on like a motherfucker <laughs> I'm gonna put nah. on. I already know what this is. When I worked at, they've been using this story for like ten years now. Nah, when I went to work at Wendy's, if Dave would have came in that bitch working the grill, <laughs> bro, I would have played the fuck out of that nigga. But like, well, you know, I'm just trying to go to school, but it's hard when you got three kids and AIDS and you live in the ah! pro you live in the projects like uh uh but you look 16 i i know i i have a very i have a growth deficiency syndrome uh-huh. as well and i would love to have I surgery but that's a <laughs> that's a million dollar surgery day i mean i mean Derek. i mean Derek. Uh-huh. Well, on, your, on your badge shit i'll play the fuck out that nigga uh-huh. I be texting people, hey, hey, bring your kids up here, man. I'm about to get them something to eat and get them in college. I'm about to get them all in college. Tell uh, them I'm their dad. Just say, look, ride your daddy right now. Right. Just say say that. I know. I know. Bye, Just daddy. say, right. Come here, Snookums. <laughs> oh, that is almost off before I go to my second job. You know, I only get five minutes between to spend with my kids every day, but it's a precious five minutes, Derek. Thank you so much for coming in and working the shift. And you better hope you have forewarned the children because children will fuck shit up. You ain't my daddy. And I'll be, I also, I also be walking around like, you got time to lean. You got time to clean. Got to do a good oh, job every day for everybody. You'll you be one of them motherfuckers. Fuck you then. Yeah. I'll sell the fuck out of my employees. Mm. <laughs> Y'all hate me. I'll be like, you put in that extra, extra work when you're shining up that grill, guys. You gotta do it for your pride. That's really why we do this. It's not about the work. It's about the pride and the Wendy's value system. Step one, value yourself and the customer comes first. Step two, our <laughs> burgers are never frozen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> be doing the motto and shit. What? Yes, you would be. Service with a smile, sir. That's what I always say. Derek, I don't see you smiling. Come on, buddy. You be going through all the history facts of Wendy's. You think my asthmatic daughter would get through the day without a smile? Come on, Derek. Let me borrow a million dollars. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know I walk to work back and forth. I walk uphill in the snow both ways. But Yeah, I just need Uh, a... If I could just get a car, I think I could do something. Like a a sensible Ferrari or Porsche. Something... you know sensible mayback for my whole family uh but yeah apparently star however slipped 27 percent without a special empire lead-in that shouldn't be wholly unexpected as a regular lead-in lethal weapon just can't compare to cookie lines world um so yeah star apparently is suffering in the ratings and i had to put it in white people news because it was really here for white people to feel good right i didn't even know that shit came on man (laughs) it's like I just didn't even, I didn't, it's not a part of my, I don't know. I feel like I have filtered Star out. I've muted it in real life. 
every time somebody bring you know it up what? i can't i can't i'll be like I, it was just an empty space that came out of your mouth right now is that the show where they kept playing the song and we'll rise up i feel like it is mm-hmm. and like queen latifah was in the preview yes yep that's probably why okay yeah that makes sense now okay yeah i got so fucking time it might as well not even be a commercial, dog. Every time I see it, I'll be like, mm, what else is on? Oh, you know me. I seen that. I was like, mm, I'm not watching that bullshit. Duck Dynasty producers fire back at ITV Studios with a $100 million lawsuit. Ooh, it's getting heated. Well, what happened? Well, remember um, that couple was embezzling money, allegedly. Right. Embezzling and, their companies and shit. Yeah, and they were suing. Uh, but apparently uh the duck dynasty uh folks is like we need to sue these motherfuckers back uh because we ain't taking this they are shaking the table uh yeah they filed a hundred million dollar lawsuit against itv studios accusing its leaders of mounting an outrageous campaign of intimidation and extortion to depress the price itv would pay to acquire the remaining 40 percent of gurney productions the suit filed tuesday in los angeles superior court follows itv's firing last month of scott and deidre gurney from their namesake company which itv acquired a majority interest in 2012 itv has sued the couple claiming they engaged in fraud and used company funds for personal expenses among other allegations the actions taken by ITV and its appointed board members are reprehensible. Gurney attorney Michael Weinstein told, uh, said, my clients will be, will not be intimidated by that outrageous strong arm tactics to acquire my client's interest in Gurney Productions at a massively discounted price. We will hold each of these defendants personally accountable for the many millions in economic damages to my clients, damage to their good name and reputation. Uh, yep so there you guys go man there the drama keeps going on over okay. at duck dynasty in the last season uh, apparently so yeah this is their last season right yeah. yeah yeah white people are very upset uh more white people news kate blanchett finally finds a local buyer for her sydney mansion for an eye-watering 20 million dollars after a year and a half on the market just discounted <sighs> how much was it we're so relieved i was worried she i said how is kate blanchett gonna get rid of this this mansion it's been on market for over a year now i really had gave up hope that she was gonna be able to find Me a buyer too. she must have overpriced but she would have <laughs> found it and she made 9.8 million dollars in profit so Woo. yeah after a year you know you just you just you just gotta hope man i thought she was only she gonna be able to make rough for her too yeah i thought she was only going to make like four five million uh but she held out and she came through with 9.8 million dollars in profit so good for her and shout out to her, uh ken jacobs of christie's international the agent right gonna put them on a map Mm-hmm. getting that money um that uh pyramid scheme money <laughs> my question is how does that make the news mm-hmm. you you know i i just i just answered my question myself the agent right because we didn't know the agent's name this is the best advertisement for him possible is to be like oh shit i sold this house for 10 million dollars more than she bought it for in less than two years so uh let me call the daily mail and get my name in the paper right and other rich people i can sell your shit too right exactly not only not only that he may find himself a part of the cast on a million dollar listing mm-hmm ah yeah. get your name out there yeah, you never the know tv shows yeah smart um 
kidnapped supermom sherry papini is pictured for the first time since escaping her captors as she leaves home with her husband and two kids oh she how was she kidnapped what's that uh i don't even know who sherry papini is i was like white women get kidnapped and nobody knows what's happening here apparently everybody knows karen that's why it's news none of us knew oh okay but everybody else knew but we ain't get no amber alert i do not they found her already karen they found her we ain't even had time to get an amber alert because it was white woman it was already it was like white woman kidnapped don't worry we found her that's how the news reports it (laughs) (laughs) sherry she's safe y'all she's safe no 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 need to worry no need to worry we got it we got you covered we got you covered sherry papini has has been seen for the first time since escaping kidnappers who snatched uh who snatched as she was jo- snatched her i guess as she was jogging and held her captive for three weeks in november three weeks that's her story Mm-mm, baby the mother of two hid beneath a hat and hoodie as she emerged from her home in mountain gate california on saturday with her husband keith and their children dressed warmly in a white jacket and oversized track pants the emaciated frame her husband described after her return was swamped by her clothing Se- uh severe bruising on her face appeared to have healed but there was no glimpse of the blonde hair which her husband said had been chopped off by her captors keith papini kept his gaze to the grass he followed his wife outside carrying their young daughter in one arm damn they got a kid wrapped up in this three weeks Mm-mm. you don't ran off and did something else the family karen cracking the case Mm-mm. that's a <laughs> long Mm-mm. karen is not not a fan of Mm-mm. sherry papini Mm-mm. you don't believe the story Mm-mm. you don't ran off and did something else all right you seen it in Affleck movie mm, okay yeah i mean uh i mean i feel y'all i mean y'all don't believe her you know y'all y'all, y'all want to investigate in three weeks Mm-mm. three weeks is a long time a very long time to be looking for a white woman in the night on it's not 11 o'clock news tell the truth <laughs> tell the truth you want to hear the truth yeah that should have been breaking news well the family moved out of the house in december as we hunted for the captors he said it had been too difficult for her to remain there after the ordeal she was initially cleared as a suspect in her disappearing after passing the polygraph test but police have since refused to rule him out again uh saturday's outing was the first time sherry has been publicly publicly seen publicly since she is uh she was found bound beaten and gagged on the side of the road by a passing motorist november 24th she emerged only to fill up a small red tray with water before returning to the house uh sherry went missing november 2nd when she was abducted during a routine run in the area and held hostage by two armed hispanic women her husband reported her disappearance when she failed to pick their children up from school her cell phone and earbuds were later found on the running track she used what would two hispanic women just kidnap somebody and hold them for three weeks for nothing right should they think they'll get some money so wait now you do believe it happened i mean no if if it did happen it would be for money <laughs> okay you i'm just... on the oj shit i don't believe you but if if it did happen it would be for money mm. she was tortured and starved by her captors whose faces she never saw before being dumped by the side of the road on thanksgiving uh the k they've yet to make any erase uh, i mean arrest uh despite questioning her extensively they were forced to deny claims they thought her story was a hoax in december after a rogue officer suggested that it was a hoax no definitive motive for the mother's kidnapping has been given or suggested 
while she was still missing a negotiator worked on behalf of a mysterious donor uh made several offers to those keeping her captive at one stage the reward for her return was as much as a hundred thousand dollars but the ransom was pulled before she was released keith papini pleaded for privacy oh go ahead uh span i didn't i'm i'm just listening right now okay i'm putting it together keith papini pleaded for privacy after his wife returned and slammed disgusting skeptics who labeled her disappearance a hoax he described the black and yellow bruises across her body when she was first brought to the hospital and how she had shrunk to 87 pounds her now emaciated body of 87 pounds is covered in multicolored bruises severe burns red rashes and chain markings her signature long blonde hair had been chopped off she had been branded and i could feel the rise of her scabs under my fingers she was thrown from a vehicle with a chain around her waist attached to her wrist and a bag over her head the same bag she used to flag down someone i mean flag down once she was able to free one of her hands this is very very unfortunate timing for all the latino people in trump's america i I don't know what's worse you you can't tell them nothing you can't tell them anything you have no description of where you was what happened so did you black out during this period of time were you drug like everything's just mm, just just two just just two latino slash mexican descendant women with guns just took me away word Mm mm-mm yeah i don't know if uh it makes you wonder if uh there's pictures or anything when she you know the police have to have some type of evidence if she really was 87 pounds and bruised and beaten and shit and if if she did all that to prove a point of some kind as a hoax that's also pretty crazy i also don't know why they keep referring to her as a super mom like is she like a reality show person or something i i don't know you gonna say something spam other than she committed to the role man i don't believe a goddamn thing yeah like that's a lot to do yeah and it still said that they hadn't ruled him out as a suspect mm-hmm. in what you were reading yeah it's, that's weird man um i've seen this movie also how did she get known to be a supermom? i don't like where's her imdb i don't understand what's going on with this um Super yeah her it just keith papini's wife is what it says on on, on on google if you look her up um uh yeah this is very very weird the wikipedia the number one thing about her is that she was kidnapped how is she a super mom i i have no idea she white so apparently you're <laughs> yeah this is the most confusing white people news i've ever heard mm-hmm. someone and there's a lot of moms out there and they probably white going but bitch i work harder than you how do you get to be the super mom and i don't get the label so there's a website from november 30th 2016 that has 13 year old posts on skinheads with a z.com male call sherry to be abducted and tortured what uh this this site i don't know how reputable this site is mm -mm, mm -mm. it ain't unicorn booty or whatever that one you do so i don't believe it uh yeah unicorn booty yeah 
I laugh every time he talk about that site. It always throw me off. It says, what is it? Uh, "Tell me so, Tell me more." <laughs> Stephanopoulos asked Bosinko about a widely circulated online post on a now defunct website called Skinheads.com that allegedly was signed by Sherry Graff. Oh, it's defunct. Mm-hmm. Papini's maiden name. In the post, the writer said that while growing up in Shasta Lake, she got into two fights with Latinos who targeted her because she was drug-free white and proud of my blood and heritage. This bitch a nausea? What the fuck? What? How? What is happening? See? See? Even I don't more, believe none of this shit. Even more of a reason I don't believe you. I don't believe none of this shit. Even more of a reason I, I, I don't believe you in a... Uh, yeah, when when you get a chance, uh, Mrs. Span asked what was what was unicorn booty, but go ahead. <laughs> we I are that. yo. Yeah, I don't believe her. America. I don't believe her. We are familiar with that posting, but Cinco told Stephanopoulos. Stephan George Stephanopoulos is a real journalist, right? That yeah, is about TV. that is about thirteen years old, and our investigators are looking into that as well. The author wrote in the post that in one fight she slammed a woman's head into the bleachers and was pounding her face. It took three full size men to pull me off of her. I broke her nose and split her eyebrow. In another conversation, the author said she was jumped by a group of Latinos. Pattern. During the fight, the author wrote, someone broke her leg with a board. Being white is more than just being aware of my skin, but of standing behind skinheads. We are always around in spirit as well. I have pride for my country. I have pride for my country. Being white is my family, my roots, my way of life. It's always there. There's no denying it. It's nobility. It's strength. It will be there to lift me up when I really need my pride, when I need to keep walking. She making America great again? Uh, I don't know. Her um, ex-husband said that the post was written by someone else. That was not her. That was someone who made a malicious post. That is entirely uncharacteristic of her. Not her at all. As long ago as that was, people of that age are malicious. People are bullies. And it's easy to put, to poke at people online with a diverse of friends, a friends group as she and I had. That's not her. They have, they have diverse friends, guys. Mm. I wonder how many times they didn't count the niggas they'd let over to the house. Yeah, yeah, your cooks and servants don't count as friends. Papini's sister, Sheila Coaster, said she told the B that the Papinis are very private people and they do not post things on the internet or media. How can y'all say that she didn't do it? None of us use the internet ever. Ever at all. Not once. It couldn't have been her. Uh, It couldn't be her. We have diverse friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Papini maintained a public Pinterest account that contains a section marked cultural differences featuring memes expressing concerns about illegal immigrants and Muslims. It was you. Oh, it was you. You lying motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. You white people news took us down a rabbit hole of bigotry. Yeah. 100. Yeah, it did. And it wouldn't surprise me if she fucked around and went off with them for three weeks. That was like, well, you got to, we gotta fuck you up, you know, and drop what? you off. Went off with who? The skinhead people. She went off with somebody oh. for three weeks. She was gone for three weeks. But Hold she could have just went into the woods and cut her hair off and lied. Yeah, true. And fucked herself up. When the story turned up, when they were talking about two Latino women, right? And she had never seen who it was. How in the fuck did you land on two Latino women? No, like, right? 
how'd you know they were latino you didn't see like, anything on, were they speaking spanish is that it they was like uh, before we put this blindfold on just know we latino right no. oh my god i didn't believe that shit from this racist motherfucking trump supporting ass put backwards kkk in my forehead ass motherfucker ah! you motherfucker i can't yeah, believe I it didn't sound right the caucasity of this motherfucker <laughs> in in, a, in trump's america white people news. why would you do this oh this is not what we need uh before papini was found investigators said they had spoken with her friends and acquaintances as well as people sherry had had past relationships with and there was a final investigator said they went out of the state tracking leads detectives had submitted close to 20 search warrants some of which are sealed and said they examined cell phone records bank accounts emails and social media profiles they did not discuss what prompted them to file the search warrants and why detectives have traveled out of state oh boy yeah follow this something gonna pop up where she got where she did something that got involved with like something happened and this website is one of them anti like one of them like we hate black people like white people are the real um white people are the real victims Mm -hmm. websites so Mm -hmm. you know they on her side like a motherfucker come on but three weeks a rich white woman gone three motherfucking weeks and i ain't heard about her no Mm-mm. I know I'm not a no nobody, but but shit, you'd have been on you'd TMZ. What was that white lawyer later did be talking about people gone for three years? And look like a petty little brat by tweeting and Facebooking this just to open up dialogue so we can have an adult conversation is ridiculous. In America, you should be ashamed. Yeah, Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace ain't covering the story. She's talking about some girl who been gone for ten years. She ain't gonna we ain't never forget nine eleven. So no, I'm, I don't Porn, believe you, man. Ma'am. Porn. <laughs> Tell the <laughs> truth, okay? Damn it, you did it, didn't you? She think everybody did it though. It's not ah! really fair to evoke her name. She just, she just, she be bringing people crying family on it. Be like, you killed him, Darnell. Just tell the damn truth. Like, why? Who agreed to me being on this interview? I never forget what was that. I wanted to say was that Polly. It was this one girl that got kidnapped and they found her and they brought her on Nancy Grace and she didn't want to talk about something, but Nancy Grace kept bringing the shit up and she like what the bitch? Like she said the shit on right. air. <laughs> She's trash, man. I'm sorry you feel that way. Right, she is trash. Remember when she argued with like two chains over legalizing weed? I was like, you are a parody of yourself now. What are you doing? <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be catching Don't she criminals? Got a law degree, oh, right? Oh, racial profiling ass. Got a gangster rapper on motherfucking TV articulating why Louise should be legal and winning the argument against your prosecutorial ass, man. It's stupid. <laughs> and you went to school for this shit. Uh, all right, let's let's get into some guess the race, guys. Okay, I think we. <laughs> that time to fuck with black people. She got a hundred. <laughs> She was really <laughs> fucking with Latino people, man. She's yeah. made I, I up a whole ass crime. She been white supremacist all these years. Mm. And, and, and the audacity of the fucking media to act like they, it's not open and shut. They really was up there like, well, we'll never know what happened. Nigga, you know what happened. 
you know what happened stop she went on vacation for three weeks and came back and said some latino women did the, the economic anxiety got to her y'all it got to her fuck out of here she man got compassion fatigue right a message was burned into her a message was burned into her skin she was branded with a anti-white message because you know how latin you know how random latino women have nothing to do for three weeks of their life they can nothing. just take three weeks off in the world brand random white women don't feed them and put them back on the street right because you know fuck it get the fuck out i can't believe you i don't believe you oh god all right let's play the game now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts man we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today mr span from the span report podcast to guess the race and karen in the chat room play along and they're quite racist uh, of course guess the race is brought to you by bevel bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for black people's hair okay for negroes mm-hmm. it's an anti-white razor okay uh <laughs> it's for- <laughs> uh it's for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps get clearer smoother skin with bevel who doesn't want that still get started on your brand new new year's resolution of keeping your face nice and clean and lacking irritation yeah because ingrown hairs is is some bullshit ingrown hairs will make you be like fuck it you got to love me as a bear because fuck that ingrown hairs is a beast to work with yeah you don't want to deal with those so get bevel dot right okay get bevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com slash t-b-g-w-t all right (laughs) jesus can all right calm down over there i'm sorry oh man it's out here for the ingrowns baby Mm, get that bevel Mm y'all uh all right let's get into some um guess the race a woman had gotten some trouble okay she dropped the ball literally uh her boyfriend's testicle dropped to the floor in front of the police after her attack on her on her lover spans going with white right out the gate police were called to their house after reports of a huge row between a couple but they were baffled when one of the bloke's testicles rolled onto the floor and they quizzed the pair at the man 38 then picked it up and told them his scrotum had been cut oh 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 you oh oh you oh, okay i get it now okay okay i thought you meant drop like it, it it dropped drop but you mean like drop like it was outside of where it was supposed to be it <laughs> fell to the ground fell to the floor oh no i thought you meant drop when people go well you got your voice now your balls dropped i was like oh okay no 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 you talking about like rolling on the ground right um so yeah dirty balls yeah Mm -hmm. get them dirty balls off me uh that had to be an awkward conversation with the cops oops drop my balls Ah! uh yeah she can you you find my balls can you find my balls that should be around here somewhere yeah she cut my sack i'm just don't step don't move nobody move it's like it's like when you drop a contact nobody move (laughs) everybody stay exactly where you are so my my assumption is that you can fix this right <laughs> I, I can see you holding you can fix this right 
the scrotum had been cut uh he raced to the hospital where he gave the police a more detailed account of what happened he claimed his girlfriend tara pegwis 36 turned abusive after she suspected that he cheated on her police report says she snapped on him and he attempted to leave but she refused to allow him to leave when he got to the front door she grabbed his testicles causing one of his testicles to become detached from his body holy shit what kind of badass grip does she have police saw a fresh cut to the right side of his neck and cheek but the unnamed man could not say how those injuries happened they went on the property on thursday after the neighbor got worried about the noisy afternoon argument in the home in michigan city indiana they heard the couple shouting but the pair said everything was fine Ooh, what hate to be in those kind of dysfunctional relationships uh peg west and the man repeatedly told them it was only verbal and never turned physical but as the man was talking to them he reacted well he reached down and picked something up that had rolled onto the ground police said uh the cop said the (laughs) glad they don't got a dog the cop said his posture changed immediately and he told police his scrotum was cut and that his tesco just falling out onto the ground pegues was arrested and charged with domestic battery aggravated battery and resisting arrest so did his testicle come out and he had put it in already once before something something happened <laughs> i mean they i mean sound like she squeezed him to death i mean what kind of grip what kind of that's a grip man yeah she had some balls on her i, know that I mean i'm surprised he wasn't crying i mean come on dog yep i don't got balls but from what y'all tell me somebody breathed too hard it gets them too hard y'all out so she grit she bear hugged him well sometimes your relationship goes through some real tests tickles (laughs) (laughs) all right all right guys (laughs) give me the give me the guesses for the races karen scroll them if you got them white (laughs) karen's going with white span are you sticking with are you sticking with white span i am sticking with white all right let's check the chat room and see what these nut huggers believe oh lord um let me see here scroll to the bottom i don't know what it sounds is that you or me that's my computer i'm sorry okay okay okay. i thought it was my shit fucking up all right uh to the window to the wall to the sack drop out my balls black oh lord uh the cops didn't put the dude on the cuff right off they white white couple who lives life's way who lives life balls out white ah! a black woman would have just threw hot grits on him white frontier vasectomy she went balls deep on him white he could he should have just let her smell his dick black oh white 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 peckerwood white white lorena bobbit on a comeback white mayonnaise connoisseur yeah lorena bobby was actually latino woman but uh anyway if you guessed white you ain't right oh that's right so it's more than four people in indiana super mom sherry was right about y'all sons of bitches uh she (laughs) she was black said black you got it right let me scroll up to her picture so you guys can see it but uh yeah she was a black woman mm. um 
that nigga had some balls on him to, to tell her that though i know that much but i i guess he said i never had another woman in my sack uh, <laughs> yeah she very black yeah there you go Mm-mm-mm. yep all right let's go to the next one guys let's see what we got here to select oh, he was calm and cool and collective or somebody just got the just got his balls squeezed to death mm-hmm uh, uh austin man fatally stabbed stepmom because she was gloating about the cowboys winning <laughs> of all the reasons to stab somebody to death that's the one i can understand the most uh, austin, <laughs> uh, austin, austin authorities say a woman's exuberance over a dallas cowboys winning their football game sunday night led to a stepson fatally stabbing her that's sad you know as wild as that that's a lot of people's thanksgiving dream you know yeah i finally killed him tired of this shit <laughs> uh let me see if i can play the i think it's a article too that with a video attached to it Please don't be a crime there scene video. There are disturbing new details. Again, static took the life of an Austin mother. Austin police say the suspect, Paul Jones, had murder all planned out. Deputy Bridget Spencer joins us from the Hyde Department complex with the details. Bridget. Mike, it was Sunday night when Magdalena Ruiz was found dead here at the Heights apartment complex of stab wounds. Now, new paperwork tells us the suspect, 20-year-old Pontre Jones, was previously homeless, and his father, Pontre Simon, let him live with him and his wife, Mark uh, Magdalena. Now, along with their three small children inside of the house, now, Simon says his son, Jones, is bipolar and hasn't taken meds in years. Police say on the night of December 18th, he had a knife under the couch where his dad and stepmom were watching the Cowboys football game. He then walked out several times to get fresh air, and then police say Jones felt Ruiz was disrespecting his father, touting the Cowboys winning that game. That's when he reached over from behind and stabbed her several times in the chest. Now, her best friend tonight tells us she had some reservations about moving Pontre Jones in, a lot of those relating to his behavior. She said, She's like, okay, I, I guess I'll just let him come into my life and let him come into our apartment. With, and so I, was, I told, I told, that's up to you. But I said, it's just, you know, it's gonna. He's just, he's a grown man. He should be on his own because he's just, he's just a grown man, you know. Now Ruiz was shortly after taken to a hospital where she later died. Police did find and arrest Pontre Jones. He was found naked lying in the grass, but they did arrest him. He is being charged with first-degree murder right now. Back to you in studio. Bridget, thank you very much for that. All right, guys, guess the race of, uh, what was his first name? Da -da -da -da. Um, Pontre O'Neill Jones black karen's going black mr span black as the ace of spades man come on now black as the ace of spades committing matricide mm -mm -mm. <laughs> let's see what these people in the chat room have to say with their sick demented selves black top five blackest names black his name pontre did he don't cut me off as she stabbed as he stabbed her black oh 
loose cannon in the nigga navy black ah. black pontre jones pj black moon cricket who hated dak <laughs> yeah Aww. he didn't like Dak. black pontre is black dominican i guess black since i can't say blue i'll say black attended the des bryant school of uh i don't even know probably mama slapping i'm assuming what was this uh family dispute resolution <laughs> black mama you ain't my mama black stay in home stepson stay at home stepson the correct answer is everybody said black you're right good job everybody uh i'll try to get this picture on real quick and there we go and we'll go to the bonus round while his picture's coming up oh wait here we go Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. But I think Karen and Span are one and one. But who will yep. win going into the double round? Bonus round. I don't know. We'll see. Did this picture come up yet? No. Oh, shit. It made me reshare it. Hold on. I'm trying to get y'all to see it. Hold on. Maybe now. Uh so we'll give it a second to pop up um but yeah he uh killed his mama man that is some crazy masculinity so fragile shit over football like well she said they did say he was off his meds for a while and they did find him naked yeah it, 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 i mean it sounded like it was a mental health issue mm-hmm. um more than anything i don't know why his picture won't pop up i don't know what the hell is it not popping up for y'all either? Nope. Okay, give me a second. Let me, uh, oh, something went wrong publishing the stream. Yeah, I noticed. Ah! It didn't happen. <laughs> um, all right. Try it one more time. Yeah, and they said he hadn't taken his medication for a while. For years, it sounds like. Right. Mm, something like that goes untreated. Mm-mm. yeah that yeah mental health yeah and the the the, the thing that's frustrating uh especially when they're talking about uh quote-unquote getting rid of obamacare and replacing it with nothing basically you're gonna have more people untreated yep all right let me know if it's coming up in a second okay everything's just moving slow suddenly but since the nigga cut me off i'm going to fuck crazy you understand <laughs> Shout out to Detroit. Look like I got a refresh. Let me refresh, guys. I'll be right back. Sorry. My daughter was a dick. I'm sorry, Mrs. Fan. Nobody's going to get to hear that. Huh. I'm so sorry. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Ah! Let's see if I can get to come back. Hey, we young, black, rich if that don't let you know that America understand black matter these days, I don't know what it is. Don't come at me with that dumb man. My life matter, especially to my. 
all right i should be back now all right mrs van what'd you say your daughter was at the concert my daughter was at that concert man she told me she's like daddy you went crazy and then i was like wait a minute hold up what the fuck <laughs> are you doing there because <laughs> i didn't know anything about it her cousin had got her tickets to that concert for christmas and nobody told me Damn. Ah! <laughs> they must have knew you wasn't gonna want them to go I, I didn't because it was what her, him and chris brown are like baby you 13 i wouldn't have been cool with that yeah but you know, it was probably good i didn't know yeah <laughs> go have a good time see something that happened once in a lifetime that's my dream anyway if i go to a concert i don't want to be there when it all go right i want to be there when the <laughs> shit is fucked up see i'm the reverse <laughs> like i want to go there and bruno mars fucking smack somebody upside their head and i'll be like god damn i was there <laughs> yo bruno mars lost his fucking mind y'all he just, he just walked up and started slapping people you know i think last concert i went to man it was a charlie wilson concert and he had on like a, a light up jacket and somebody was talking about man i hope that damn jacket he sweat that jacket out and just get, get electrocuted somebody in the crowd said that <laughs> shit on, man. Like, no we got bruno mars i'm like 20 24 karat uh magic, magic. in the air because that's what i come to see mm-hmm. i want to be that way and post that no we can't be losing charlie wilson Mm-mm. i want to be that way kanye west goes on a rant you know and and <laughs> what are them rants y'all talk about on twitter i don't want to be there for the regular rant where he just talk about being creative and shit Mm-mm. i need him to be fucking his life up i just want to be the nigga with the grainy video on tmz right <laughs> I want him to just be like, can I be honest for a second? Can I be honest? Huh? Huh? My wife cheating on me. She cheating on me right now, y'all. I'm getting a divorce. I've been having sex with Callie on the low all this time. I'll be like, oh, nigga, it's happening. It's happening. Give me, give me my phone. He is fucking his whole life up. Amber Rose, baby, please come back. I apologize. Mm. A Dallas substitute teacher has been arrested and charged for allegedly having sex with a high school student last year. Fallon Hunt was arrested Tuesday and charged with improper relationship between educators and students after a parent reported to police in October that she was exchanging text messages and having sex with her son. An arrest oh, warrant, mm-hmm, uh, an arrest warrant obtained by WFAA TV showed Hunt is currently on uh, Dallas County Jail and her bail has been set at twenty thousand dollars. When police questioned the 28-year-old, they found pictures of the Justin Kimball High School student stored in her cell phone. The victim, whose identity was not revealed, told police that Hunt may have been involved in sexual relationships with other students as well. The student also admitted to having sex with Hunt multiple times between April and May 2015. Kids don't keep secrets. The month that he graduated. The text messages between the students and Hunt reveals that he called her wifey and my baby. What? Yeah. The warrant stated other potential relationships between Hunt and other students are under investigation. Police said, "Guess the race of Fallon Hunt." White. Karen's going white, Mister Span. I'm gonna go white too. Span's going white as well. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race of this teacher is. Um, white wifey is white <laughs> i'm going black for the win i see ap playing strategy huh playing a little chess with these suckers um serial statutory rapist becky white of the caucasian persuasion 
watched lee daniel's new show in order to feel better about herself Aww. white wifey that's a honky <laughs> says ready player one Aww. white the correct answer is and everybody guessed white except for one person and the one person that said black you're right oh you deserve a golf clap for that everybody else boo There have been a combined 47 seasons of Love and Hip Hop. Y'all know Wifey only works on black women. How could y'all miss that? White women never fall for that Wifey bullshit. You either a wife or you're not. She looked familiar to the motherfucker. Hold up. Yeah. You know, you know Fallon? Fallon Hunt? Nah, her name ain't Fallon, but she looked like somebody I know, man. Mm. <laughs> she looked more like a Seneca. Mm. But okay. Braids not too tight up top but she blew it off for some young dick mm. ain't that 23? the way ain't that the way she only 28 oh, okay that's still young man it, yeah. yeah i mean 28 fucking like a 17 16 year old or whatever i mean it could have been 18 technically uh but still, you can't fuck a, a student right so yeah I'm, I'm sorry i'm not on my uh love and hip-hop thing i don't know she could have been a white woman down for the calls i don't know i mean i, I, I feel y'all i know y'all had some I, old shit going on in your mind i went against my better judgment man usually when it's when it comes down to these cases here man it's usually some lily white girl with blonde hair blue eyes she used to be a cheerleader or something like that and it just totally threw me the fuck off i understand guys i'm not i'm not judging i was messing with y'all earlier all right last <laughs> last thing we got to talk about some uh sore ratchetness guys Yeah, she does have one of them one of those faces, Carrie. I agree. It's like she could have been like a <laughs> like she could have been on a fucking uh <laughs> like she could have been on Black and Gold Volume Seven by Ah yes by Afrocentrics or something. We just don't know. <laughs> uh Klamath Falls, Oregon. Police say a Klamath Falls man threatened his girlfriend with a sword on Christmas Eve. Oh, Merry Christmas. Uh the thirty five huh it's another way you want to celebrate christmas no the 35 year old sean hart was arrested after the domestic dispute december 24th according to a report from the klamath county sheriff's office the woman told police that Hart grabbed her by the shoulders split spit in her face and hit her before threatening her with a three-foot sword what he has pleaded not guilty to the charges of unlawful use of a weapon assault menacing and harassment what what's the what is the gray area on that yeah i'm not guilty i gotta say not guilty your honor it was she had something in her face i wanted to spit on it to wipe it off uh Uh, he could face up to well only five years in prison that's that's it it? yeah attack somebody with a sword spit in their face grab them by the shoulders you know christmas eve it's a christmas miracle you only get five years um all right guys check out the spam report Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) 
appreciate you man appreciate mr span uh being here of course you can find him on twitter mr underscore span uh and uh yeah as always the show is excellent man thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me man like i said man it's always love and uh yeah man thanks for having me on bro real talk no problem man i know every time you look in the mirror you see a cracker because you just (laughs) old half a nigga nigga and i'm really the prince of this podcast shit but i'm melanated bitch i'm melanated bitch (laughs) you need to lose some of them bellies get on that treadmill Mm, that's what i'm gonna do change my name to dr rod and start oh man start hey I, like you gotta come up with your own title man you gotta mm. give yourself a title what was yours man it's so good it was the imperial grand wizard no 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 not grand the, the imperial grand master of common sense logic and redundancy mm, that is beautiful mm, that's a good one yeah you that gotta is give yourself beautiful. a title and you gotta refer to yourself in the third person mm. all the time that that see that's why you better at it than me you uh gotta rules. <laughs> we'll be right <laughs> <laughs> you gotta name yourself after something african man duh that's why i'm oh, naming man. myself uh i'm naming myself dr matumbo dr. there you go dr matumbo ah! uh all right guys make sure you guys uh t- come check us out saturday we do our feedback show don't forget mm-hmm. friday at five the freemium second episode of this is uh this too much uh is coming up where we me and bossy ikby recap uh this is too this uh this is us on nbc and i can truly say it's good i only watched the show and i had a great time listening all right well there I, you go I gotta, watch that show. I gotta watch that show because i've been hearing so many great things about it i gotta watch that show to see what the hype is about i really love it man i uh listen to what's the tea they have been talking about it for uh the last half of last year and uh because i don't watch uh dramas i've just had to skip past it because i also didn't want to be spoiled so it was a double like i don't know who these people are but what if they describe it and now i'm spoiled and i want to go see it later and uh bossy hit me up and said you have to watch this um uh because she had an idea about starting the show and stuff and i was like well i'll watch it just so that you won't be on the show alone basically uh and uh i'm glad she i'm glad she told me to watch it it's really good i normally don't watch dramas but uh it's it's really good in my opinion um but uh you know hopefully people enjoy that show uh we'll be back saturday for the feedback show uh might do a nerd off friday morning with chris uh and until next time love you i love you too Mwah.